Hey, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen. Gentlemen. That Taxi Podcast can be found on all kinds of platforms. Platforms. But we want to invite you to become a patron on Podbean. Podbean. As a patron, you'll find some exclusive content just for you. Just for you. Hurry before time runs out. Time will not run out. In today's episode of That Taxi Podcast... There is a bartender in town who has been a fan of Thomas's for quite a while. She talks about the podcast that she just I've finished seen her listening to. Standing outside of my house. <laughs> <laughs> but she once called for a cab and got Thomas's cab company, and Thomas answered. And she said, I recognized his voice. Is he the one that's in your podcast? And I said, Yeah. She always talks about something Thomas has said. And she's my only fan. Only ah, fan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you need to have my only fan and a picture of her. <laughs> Let's go interview the fire department while they're working. What you doing there? Oh, What's man. that do? <laughs> and then give them advice. You should give them CPR now. You're a fireman. How come you're not I putting out fires? I don't breathing right. There's no fire here. Check his pulse. Is he going to be okay? Is it drugs? <laughs> <laughs> what was he taking? Yeah. <laughs> so that's us dumping on our scapegoat friends. We should apologize. I'm sorry, Robbie. I'm sorry, Eddie. You know what? Though Robbie was the cool kid, kind of, because he got he got the freedom to do everything. I like to he think wanted. that because we blamed him for everything, it made him stronger as a person. So. <laughs> Welcome to that taxi podcast. I'm Thomas, and I'm Taxi David, author of Too Much to Handle series of hilarious cartoons of all the crazy things that happen in and around my taxi. Thanks for jumping into our cab for a ride along. Yeah, we've been driving taxi for years and we love to talk about work. You mean bitch about work. Yeah, okay, that's true. Everybody does bitch about work. We know you'll find this entertaining. Sure will, because we have a unique point of view as nighttime taxi drivers. That Taxi Podcast drops every Wednesday on Spotify and wherever else you get this podcast. Uh, Thomas, I think you mean to say wherever you get your podcast. No, Einstein. I mean wherever they get this podcast. I don't care where they get their <laughs> other podcasts. <laughs> okay, okay, yes. Uh, okay, well, let's go. Off we go. Ninja Turtles, Heroes in a Half Shell, Turtle Power, Turtle Power. Here we are now going to West Side. Weapons in hand as we go for a ride. Some may come love and some may stay. Oh, I was going to say go. Watching out for the sunny day. So what was that? That was Moby. Oh, I don't know that song. Called uh, South Side, I believe. South Side! In the... Uh, with you know how they do like Moby and then in parentheses with so uh, like a guest artist so Gwen, like DJ Khaled yeah like okay. Gwen Stefani's on the song okay they were wondering when I was doing huh maybe yeah. she's like I'm moving my fucking car <laughs> street people we man. got a couple street street a uh, few a handful of street people here who are uh, a little nervous about who are these two guys sitting in the in the uh, vehicle there. I don't have my taxi light or anything on the top, so they right. don't, uh... just weird stickers. I know, and they child luring stickers. What? Oh, because of the <laughs> no. You should All drive right. around and say, you "Want some ice cream?" to oh little kids. Do you think you'd get arrested? Probably, right? <laughs> Cops say you don't have any ice cream. <laughs> well, 
How was your day? I actually had a very busy or a very profitable week. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it really was because of the festival that they had. No, I don't either. I don't. I didn't get anybody down there. Did I just you? got some good money. I got a few, but not enough. To... Could have been residual people like went down there and came back up here for bars. A lot of them uh, did not. Yeah. But I'll tell you what I did see from this. It was a um, it's kind of a bike expo, mountain bike expo, BMX, that kind of thing. Yeah, all different bikes and right. How many mother effing bikes did we see? In the dark, all over the streets. Not only that, in groups of six or more. Yeah, and like no we lights. we talked about last week. Yeah. No lights. I, I don't know how many times I swerved or I had to break real fast because a whole bunch of them would go racing across the street in yep. the dark at, you know, midnight. Oh, God, I was, I was beside myself. I had a customer get in and I braked for one and she went off because of this mm -hmm. she's like you see them everywhere yeah. they're like everywhere and they have no lights anything uh well i was pretty busy too yeah and it was kind of frustrating at a point because there was another cap company that was answering phones even though they couldn't take any more rides oh and yeah because they, they were busy too they were trying to farm it out to us yeah. and we're already have a full plate it was a little frustrating yeah it's a bit much yeah. I, what Thomas is talking about is basically someone else taking all the calls and trying to dispatch. Right, because we do have a co-op in case you haven't yeah. been catching up on the episodes. Yeah. We have a co-op with some of the other smaller cab companies where we will radio each other if we have rides we can't get to or we get overwhelmed. Or or if we, I have a ride with me and I see somebody here on the corner uh, right by Greenhouse and I say, hey, everybody, there's a person that needs a ride over at Greenhouse. His name is Bobby's wearing a blue shirt. Right. You know, uh, so we do that. Right. But this person goes a little bit further and takes all phone calls and farms it out right. as though she's farming it out. For to, her cabs. For her cab. For company. her own cab. Yeah. Right. And it's. It, well, I understand why she takes all her phone calls because she's independent. She's only got the one or two cars, right? Yeah. And she, so she, if she's got someone that wants to schedule a ride, she has to take the call, right? Okay. You're right. So. I would answer all calls in the event that someone says, can you pick me up on Thursday at this time? Right. Yeah, I would fill up my schedule. Sure. Um, but then you find out that they just want to ride right now. Mm -hmm. You just say, well, we're not we're not operating right, right now. I'm three or, hours out or yeah, try somebody definitely. else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not what's happening. No, she's saying, well, let me see if I can get somebody to get you. Yeah. yeah. Or basically something like that. There was a guy who had a cab com has a cab company in town. Actually, I think he sold it. But that was his MO as well. When, when I remember when he started, he was one taxi. Mm -hmm. And he would advertise in the paper. He would put his name at the top of Google. He, would, he was advertising his company all over the place. He could not handle the load. Right. And he would call me sometimes and say, hey, there's a guy over at uh, you know, the nightclub on Main Street. Can you go, go get the guy? And I was like, just give me, just tell him to call my number. Right. You know, but he would never do that. So I started just saying, yeah, I'll go, go, I'll go get him. And then not because he needed to pardon the seeming reference. Uh, I wanted him to choke on the load. Hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? He, he was biting off way more than he could handle. Right. And he was using all of us as his cabs. Right. And we were right. not his cabs. We have our own businesses. Mm -hmm. And don't get me wrong, I don't mind doing it occasionally, but when it happens every single day, yeah. it starts to get a little old. Well, it means they're spreading themselves out too much. Right. Get more cabs, hire more drivers. Yeah. 
um, and compete that way. Or get a message that says, I'm sorry, I'm unavailable. How about that? Yeah, how about just say, I'm not available? It's a hard thing to do sometimes. Yeah. I remember if you would like to, to make a reservation, leave a message. Yeah. yeah. Um, other than that, it was gorgeous weather. It was, yeah, yeah it was a good uh, weekend. So should we, I didn't even pull the wheel out. Sorry. Oh, I, my, I meant to throw my Red Bull cans away here, but... David's uh, Yugo is getting pretty trashed, and that's... <laughs> All right. So before the wheel, I have a useless trivia fact that I wanted to say a couple weeks ago, but you kind of ixnated or just put it off. Okay, well, let's spin the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what is it? It's about baseball, but it's a weird but true fact. Okay. There's only been three players in Major League Baseball history named Aurelio. Oh, really? Mm hmm Oh. Aurelio. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? It's a Mexican name. Oh. Spanish name. All three of them have died before the age of 52 in car accidents. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. You're be a dick, aren't you? <laughs> so all three. You're trying to so make that it is a joke, odd. but it is it's, odd. That is, it was a funny joke. Okay. The first but, time, maybe. <laughs> um, that is odd. It almost sounds like a conspiracy. To kill all Aurelios. <laughs> yeah. Make it look like an accident. Yeah. There's some Mexican warlord down there in nor really goes play ball in my land. <laughs> That's a terrible accent. Wait, oh, were they all relatively the same age? No. What do you mean? The Aurelios, were they all kind of the same age when they... Yeah, they all died before the age of 52. Meaning... One was like 46, okay, one yeah. was 52. Okay, they cause... all played in different eras, though. Like one played in the 70s, one played in the 40s. Yeah. Weird It's just a weird coincidence. Yeah. Okay. But just don't name your kid Aurelio if you want him to play baseball. Really? And live. <laughs> you can look it up. You can Google it. It's true. I believe you. I believe I'm just you. talking to the people out there because oh. nobody believes me out there. I got to meet April. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hi, Hi, April. Hi, April. I love your tattoo. She's got Powerpuff tattoos. Yeah. We were uh, sitting in Chiba Hut doing our pre-gaming stuff, and there is a bartender in town who has been a fan of Thomas's for quite a while. She gets in my taxi. I drive her home, and she talks about the podcast that she just I've finished seen her listening to. Standing outside of my house, <laughs> she's a she's a stalker. Following me in my car, but she no, she's um, not. she once called for a cab and got Thomas's cab company, and Thomas answered, um, but wasn't available for her. And she said, "I recognized his voice as the one. He's is he the one that's in your podcast?" And I said, "Yeah." So she's been waiting to catch a ride with you. Oh, all these years, years, years. We are almost a year. A year. Thomas and I have been together for almost. We've actually a year. started recording a year, about a year ago. Yeah, and uh, we didn't put the first episode out until late August. August right? yeah. But she, uh, she's been following, and she's a Thomas fan. She always talks about something Thomas has said. And so today, she was in Chiba Hut, and she's food. my only fan. Get it? Get it. Ah, only fan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you need to have my only fan and a picture of her. <laughs> Welcome to my OnlyFans. My OnlyFan. That's actually pretty funny. We should ask her for a picture. Um, do you know she kept coming over to talk to you? Did she? Yeah. When I introduced you, and then from that point on, every she time she up, walked up, she came. She only walked up twice. Yeah, twice. But she came she over by you. Gave me a wet hand. Yeah. <laughs> it was a clean hand. She clean, used yes. Sanitizer. Which is cool. Was. Yeah. But she's very funny, and she likes your humor. So that's really cool. Oh, well, good. I don't know why, but... I don't either. Yeah, okay. Well, let's get started for today. I try to be as abrasive as possible. 
like the sandpaper. You try that? Uh -huh. You have to try that. Uh -huh. That's an effort for you. Yes. I don't do that normally. You're normally soft I'm, and sweet and gentle. Yes. Ask but, your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to The Dispatcher. We've hijacked the spinning wheel from the classic board game, The Game of Life. And each number on that wheel is assigned a different topic for us to discuss. And just like our conversations in the taxi, we never know what we're going to talk about. Yeah, that's what makes what we do so real. So let's see where The Dispatcher sends us now. The Dispatcher. 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 Here we go. Oh, God. Okay. Sounds like me and your mom in the bed. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Spin it, baby. <laughs> nine. Nine. Let's look up number nine. Gear grinder. Gear I got grinder. it. Oh, good one. Gear grinder. Do you have a Kind of like stupid passengers. We always have gear grinders. Uh, you can go first. Okay. What the... Well, I got a call. Actually, this was uh, last night slash this morning. But I was uh, three hours out. I, I was busy. You mm -hmm. know, with the, we had a two o'clock flight come in, which was oh, not was normal. Late. It yeah. was four hours late. So I had people off of that. And I had another ride I was going to do after that that had already been scheduled. So I get a phone call asking me if, if we take a certain uh, payment method. And I said, yeah, we take that. And she goes, oh, well, I need a ride from um, Smith Street. And I'm saying, I'm sorry, I can't get to you till after probably four o'clock in the morning. Mm. And she got adamantly mad. She was like, four o'clock? You're a taxi service. And I'm like, yes, I am. Yes, of course. Thanks for telling me my job. Yeah. But I can't get to you till four o'clock. And she's trying to ask me other cab companies that take this payment. Yeah. I said, I don't know what they take. You'll have to call them. But she was very angry with me that I was busy. And couldn't drop everything and go get her right away. Do you feel like Uber has an effect on that? Or is that just a normal expectation people have? I think she was the kind that took Uber because of the, when she asked payment method. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I know that a lot of people expect a cab to show up right when they call because right. of you know that that yeah. culture Uber. Do you think created. that's from Uber though? Because I think that was going on before. Yeah, I think you might be right. Um, it makes sense to blame that what Uber did, yeah. you know, on that. But I do know that even with the regulars that I drive, if I drive somebody and drop them off, and and then they call and say, "Oh, could you come back and pick me up?" I'm right. like, "Well, it's going to be about you know 25, 30 minutes because sure. I got two rides to take care of." And they're like, "What? You just dropped me off? You're like like a block away right. from me." I should still be number one on your list. Yeah, and my my question to them always is, "What do you think I do when you're yeah. not in my taxi?" And they kind of go, "Oh, yeah, yeah." I mean, I got people that I take care of. Well, judging so. from that sticky steering wheel, I know what you're doing. The sticky steering wheel. Yeah, I'm very hygienic. What are those white stains on it? That's not a stain. Oh, okay. That's just a Yugo manufacturing mark. That's a Hyundai symbol. Um, so yeah, I I do relate to that. Um, but it, she had to explain to me that I was a taxi service. Yeah, right. in, I, in case you didn't know, I was wrong for not going and getting her right away. Yeah. Because yeah. at three in the three in the morning, you know, my company has six cabs out there just waiting for rides, right? No, I'm the only driver yeah. at night. So in all fairness, they don't know what the, the structure is like. 
they don't understand that there's only one cab in the company or two cabs in the company running. And to be fair, maybe they're used to a bigger city where there is eight cab companies with 14 drivers on at all times. And I do get irritated when I end up in a small town and um, they're used to the way they do things and I'm not used to the way they do things. And then they say, yeah, we can't do this. And you go, fuck that you know, company. I've, I guess I've had that attitude too. Yeah. So, like, if you're in a visiting a small town and their store closes at six, you're like, what? What the fuck? fuck? Yeah, yeah. You're a grocery store. Don't people need food after six? You know. But that's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, I have a gear grinder that happened this week as well. It is actually something that bothers me, and I'm sure this happens to you. You'll know this when I say it. Um, I had this guy. That I picked up, and he was with a girl. It wasn't his girlfriend. It was a friend of his. But when I picked them up, she she got in the cab with him, and she, she was totally wasted. Like, stumbling wasted. Like, hit her head on the door frame getting in. Oh, okay. The back seat wasted, right. you know. And You're wondering if she's going to make it to the destination without, without passing out. Or thrown up uh-huh. or something like that. It wasn't so bad. She was talking. And I, I had actually had this guy before. So, okay. Yeah, not her that I can mm-hmm. remember. Anyway, uh, we get to the house and we drop her off and she's having a hard time getting out, like to heave herself out. And then even just closing the door, she lost balance because of the swinging of the door and the mm. motion of her body. So she's pretty toasted. Yeah, yeah. And I said, hey, why don't you get out and walk her to the door and make sure she gets inside? Oh, you said that to the guy? To the guy, yeah, because he was still in the car. Okay. And you've heard this phrase before. He says. She's okay. She's okay. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry, she's all right. So I grabbed my flashlight, rolled down the window, and I turned it on just in time as she ran into the awning of flowers, you know, over her walkway Okay. as she's walking to the door. And I light up the walkway, and she is struggling to get the key. Well, first she has to find the key, right? So she puts down all her shit and digs through her purse, pulls out the key, tries to get in the slot. Um, Can't do it, can't do it. Tries another key, can't do it. Uh And picks up her purse and kind of waves like, okay, and walks off into the dark behind the side of her house. Okay. And I said, you need to get out and you need to go help make sure she gets in. Because I see her, this happened um, with a, with a, it wasn't me, but there was a taxi driver who dropped off a local guy that we all know. And then the guy promptly fell into a ditch. Oh, okay. Right. Uh-huh. And then there was another situation where I drove. Uh, somebody to their house, dropped them off and moved on. And we found out later the next day that he had slipped and fell on steps. Oh yeah. So you get real self-conscious about letting somebody just walk off into the dark. Yeah. Wasted. She had a hard time even making it to the front door. So I said, get out and go help her. And I gave him my flashlight. He goes, no, I'll just use my flashlight on the phone. And he walked back there and they were gone for, you know, five minutes. Okay. And then, yeah, she opened the front door and he came out the front door. So he managed to get her into the house and come into the car. He wasn't staying at that address? No, no, no. Oh, he okay. lived somewhere else. He lived a couple, like maybe less okay. than a mile away, half a mile away. Um, and it's irritating to me when both drunk parties, or in any context, you know, would, especially if this, I guess, is old-fashioned or chivalrous of me, if you're a guy, you're going to... Make sure the female person gets in. Is yeah. that sexist? I guess. No, it's an old so. it's an old way, right? Women are like... Oh, He's looking out for somebody, though. Would you feel bad if he was all drunk and stuff and she got out to help him? 
No, that would make sense yeah. too. Yeah. So, um, in fact, I would probably take that role. I probably would have said, "Hang on, I'm going to make sure he gets it." Uh -huh. I probably would have gotten out and made sure he got it. Um, I actually don't care about guys. I go, I don't care. About I care about all of them because when that guy died, yeah, I didn't it's hear like, about that. oh god, that's uh, yeah. Ooh. It's not the 4th of July today, boys and girls, but we got fire trucks. I'll let this go. Where the fuck where did I put my crack? <laughs> Heroin needle. Oh, they are coming right here. Alleyway. Oh, over there. It's in the alleyway, bro. Yep, it's the it's number alleyway. one drug hangout, I think, over there. Everybody's leaving. Right. Yeah, look at everybody leave. I don't want no part of this. Yep. Because cops come next. Yep. This guy's dead. I'm getting out of here. That's the uh, consequences of having a city that it's legal to do uh, drugs in, in public. Well, they just changed that. Didn't oh, didn't they, they change it? Yeah, I thought they, they had voted it. it down. Oh, I don't know. I thought it became illegal. Well, we'll have to look that up. Let's go interview the fire department while they're working. What you doing there? Well, how often do you see this? What's that for? Yeah. <laughs> What's that for? Okay. What's that do? <laughs> And then give them advice. You're a fire truck. You should do it. You're a fire truck. You a little truck. You should give them CPR now. You're a fireman. How come you're not? I don't think he's fires? breathing right. There's no fire here. Yeah, he's not breathing right. Check his pulse. Is he gonna be okay? Is he gonna be okay? Is it drugs? <laughs> what was he taking? Yeah. I don't know where they went. They just walked down the alleyway. You want to go look? I don't care. Let's not be those people. Is it? Are we heartless? No, it's that nosy Nelly type thing. Yeah. Um, do you? Uh... But she's okay. Is what we were talking about. <clears throat> Going back to that. Oh yeah. Um, I said that he, he mm -hmm. came out and so she was all right. Right. And that I'm sensitive about that. Well, I see something like that, but it's not really the guy's fault so much as like when I'm picking someone up at the airport dropping them off at home or vice versa mm -hmm. because there's always luggage in the back, right? Oh, I know where you're going. So now. when I take payment, if it's a card, I have to, you know, type it into my phone and run the card and everything. It's usually the guy sitting behind me that's taking care of that. Invariably, the seems like the woman will get out and yeah. start unloading the luggage. And I like to do that as the cab driver. I like to get out, even sure. if there's three guys. Right. Yeah. Even if it's three guys, I'll get out and unload mm -hmm. luggage. Because it's my job. There are some times that I see things that they put in there that I probably shouldn't touch. Yeah. But I'm still going to get out. I'll pop the trunk and I'll stand yeah. by in case they want me right. to or need to. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And they always say, watch out. That's a heavy one. And it's yeah, like it's, 10 pounds. Yeah, right. I've done this for many, many years. Yeah, yeah. That is true. There are a lot of people who but, are not cordial enough. But it makes me feel bad that I wasn't able to get out there fast enough before the lady starts unloading the luggage. How old would you say they were? It doesn't matter. Well, it's curious because I noticed this even with older people doesn't, that you would imagine right. there was a time, a culture that they were already familiar with that you did this as a man. Right. You opened a door or you took the luggage yeah. or you carried her bag except her purse. You carry your wife's purse? Nope. I don't carry another woman. I carry purse. my wife's baggage. <laughs> <laughs> I get you. <laughs> Uh, a lot of baggage. Jeez. <laughs> That's funny. What is it, false alarm? They left. 
They're leaving. They gave him Narcan and left. Oh, yeah. Go do some more drugs now. We'll be back. Yep. Okay. All right, let's see what's coming up in the next. Where does the dispatcher send us today? We should have the same. Dispatcher, dispatcher, where will we go? Dispatcher, dispatcher. Have you been smoking? No. Five is getting Get to, to know, know you. you. Getting Get to, to know you. Getting to know all about you. I have one. I've been saving some get-to-know-yous um, because sometimes we get kind of stumped on that. We feel like we maybe we talk too much about it. But I had a fun conversation with somebody in my taxi um, recently about getting grounded. And um, I was interested in knowing about your background if you ever got grounded. And I'll start off with myself. Never. I was such an angel. <laughs> as far as your parents knew or in just... I was, I'm, I'm a saint. I just, just didn't me. I, your I never do wrong. Okay. <clears throat> when I was younger, I, I got grounded. Oh, shit. <laughs> when I was around it, when I was younger, I got grounded a lot, but not because of anything dramatically bad. I was late. That was my main thing. Right. I think we kind of covered that you, they would ground you at the drop of a hat. Yeah. So yeah. you stopped dropping your hat. <laughs> no, I would drop the hat a certain way on purpose. Yeah, on purpose. That was how, that's what we talked about is getting grounded on purpose. Right. But when I was very young, like around six or seven, I would get grounded to my room mainly because of a kid I wasn't allowed to play with that I would play with. Why would you play with him? He had all the cool shit. He had all the cool toys. Oh. He had huffy bikes. He had the ramps that you could jump. And remember, you know, like right. he had... Man, he he had all the cool, popular toys. He had an evil Knievel um, uh, thing that you stuck on the handlebars of your bike, and okay. you could go. Ree, oh yeah, ree, I had one of those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we did he had, have the the pull cord uh, little yes SSP things? Yeah, like, remember? Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, he had. Um, There's a bunch of millennials right now going, huh? <laughs> Evil Knievel, what? Is oh, Evil Knievel. Look up Evil Knievel, man. He was... A stuntman. A stuntman. Motorcycle and, jumper. And we were enthralled with him in that time period. He yes. was, like, all over television. Um, but uh, I had, like, maybe baseball cards in the spokes to make the sound. He had actual stuff to make the sound on there. Not cards. His were cool. You know, they were hooked on the back of the frame and And they rubbed the wheel. Yeah, yeah. So everything was he, had, he a rich kid? He was not. I mean, we all lived in the same cul-de-sac, right? He was just spoiled. His he was spoiled. spoiled. Yes, he was. He had a single mom. You know, okay. his mom was always taking care of. Him. She was like the smoking, drinking type. Always, okay. you know, Robbie. Uh, his name was Robbie. Okay, and it's an unfortunate last name. But I, I don't remember it ever, ever being like uh, something we made fun of him for. In fact, yeah. I don't even think I even knew the word. Yeah, I don't I was think, much older. Was that really a was that a word back then? I guess it is. Yeah, yeah that's like, fake. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't remember it being part of my lexicon. Right. Know, nothing I would say. And um, he had a pretty cool swing set in the backyard. Okay. And I remember we used to get in trouble. My brother, my younger brother, and I were the ones who played with him the most. He was the one who had matches. He was the one who would say shit. He was, the, you know what I mean? Oh, you he guys would play with matches too? Yeah, well, not me. You know, Robbie would pull that shit out. But while you were with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. then, yeah, we would play with it. So I could see why your mom might not want you. Sure. So I got grounded for that. 
did you ever get in trouble for somebody you were with? I don't know if I ever got in trouble with any of my friend for playing with anybody. Okay. I don't think that was really a concern of anybody. Okay. I think my maybe my parents were unaware of the kids I was playing with. Like maybe they didn't really understand that, you know, this kid gets F's in school and you know he doesn't. They they just thought they were kids. So if they were bad, if if they thought negatively, it was because they got F's or something. Or if they knew, if they knew, yeah. they were like, "Oh, don't hang like out with that kid." kid like never, that. yeah, he never, he, you know, he's been let back three times because he doesn't study or whatever. You know? Okay, so they had more of an opinion of the people around you more than they had of you hanging out with them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So my parents, they really didn't care who I hung out with. Yeah. As long as I didn't get in trouble with them, you know. So. Mm-hmm. So do you? Um... Getting to know you, anything that maybe you did that was maybe inappropriate then? How about, well, there was this one time uh, in the winter. I grew up in Michigan. Um, winters are pretty cold, you know, January, you sure. know, creek freezes over, there's snow. And yeah. uh, my friend lived about a mile away, but it wasn't like a straight down the street mile. It was like, it would be like kitty corner of the square mile. Mm-hmm. There was a creek that ran through the, you know, that area. Sure. And it just happened to go right by his house, near my house. Mm-hmm. Creek was frozen. It was, I don't know if it was winter break or just a Saturday or something, but it was, you know, in the teens, snowing and stuff. I decided, well, I'm going to go over to my friend's house. And I walked the creek, you know, the frozen creek and walked all the way over there and went over to his house, went inside and, Sat down, they, his mom was there, and we all had lunch and watched TV and played mm-hmm. board games and stuff. And all of a sudden, she gets a phone call. And uh, I hear her say, yeah, this is Sally. And uh, then I hear her say, oh, he didn't, did he? And she looked right at me, and I knew right then my mom had called looking for me. Yeah. Because I hadn't told them where I was going to be gone. Yeah. I just kind of went outside, right? Yeah. And it had been three or four hours, so of course they were a little worried. You sure. Call for you and you're not sure. answering. Maybe yeah. I had fallen through the ice oh, or something. Oh, yeah. But that's probably frozen. In that, in that, in yeah, that area, frozen it's frozen. Salt, yeah. 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 I could have fallen in a snowbank or something. Sure. Okay. So, you know, that, and I remember that vividly because we talked about that. Me and my friend have talked about that recently, you know, within a few years. Yeah. Remember that time I came over to your house and yeah, yeah. my mom called? And, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. How about you? Have you ever done anything? Yeah, I, I have one that I was thinking about. But now it's my turn. I need to pee really, really fucking bad. Like, really bad. Oh, let me tell you a story about no. waterfalls. <laughs> I'm running you know out. that song? No, Wait, no. Waterfalls? No, my waterfall uh, left eye. TLC? Yeah. <laughs> it's raining. back i'm gonna go pee <laughs> i don't want to leave and go to the bathroom because this car is running where we park there seems to be a lot of uh people who hang out on the street all the time either dealing drugs or looking for drugs or you know or know people who do drugs we just saw a fire truck over there oh, someone had probably ingested too much fentanyl or something i just walked past uh the kid uh, there's a kid with a baseball cap on. He's talking to the guy in the wheelchair. Yeah. And he said, sorry, I had to walk away when the ambulance came. Cause, and I didn't hear why. Oh. Yeah, I wanted to know why. Because he was holding. 
Uh, so yes, I have had a similar experience. <laughs> you doing that like in the movie theater? Yeah, open the bag open real, real slow, quiet, and all it does is just draw the noise. And wait for out. a quiet time to crunch on the chips. <laughs> um, well, I don't, I don't see what the big deal is. What? They can't hear that over you people talking. What do you mean, you people? You people, <laughs> like black people? Yeah, because <laughs> shouting and yelling at the screen. <laughs> Don't go in there! Don't go in there! <laughs> oh my god, that was perfect. That was a perfect setup. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, <laughs> you ever drink in the movie theater? Uh, young when I was younger, we'd sneak a bottle in. Yeah, you you always hear toward the end of the movie a clink 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 clink. clink <laughs> yeah, clink. They're, yeah, they're God damn it, they're fifth rolling down the yeah. Yeah, I I don't think I drank in a movie theater ever until I was six years ago. Really? Yeah. Why? Uh, never thought to. Oh. I never hung out with friends who did it. Oh. And then I dated this girl. We went and saw a movie, and she pulls out a fifth of uh, Fireball. Yeah. And pours it into my Coke. So, you protested the whole time. Right? No, I'm just like whatever. I even remember what we. Were, I don't remember what we were watching, but it was basically a futuristic telling of um, Pocahontas. Okay. It was just something in the desert, and it was it was it was bad. But I remember walking out of there shit faced because we shared a fifth completely uh -huh. all the way through. Yeah. As I don't drink hard liquor. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. I didn't know she brought it in. Uh -huh. So I went with it. Some movies are better when you're getting drunk, though, too. I, that might be the only time I ever did it. Huh. So. Anyway, uh, yeah, I have experienced um, um, getting in trouble for going to a friend's house. Okay. Uh, when I was probably seven, I was seven. And I don't remember what was going on, but we were staying at my grandmother's house oh. in Saddlebrook. And this is in New Jersey. I think your mom's calling you. And uh, I was hanging out at school and I said where we were staying. We weren't staying at my house. And my friend, Jimmy John, said... Jimmy John? Yeah, his name was Jimmy. We did, had... Did he feed you sandwiches? <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a Jimmy John. Maybe it's his. Oh, he's rich. I should look him up. Yeah. Um, we had a Billy Bob and a Jimmy John huh. in my class. Billy Bob Thornton? No. Okay. <gasps> Maybe it was, but Maybe no, it was wasn't. Enough. And um, Jimmy John said that, uh, oh, I live near there. Oh. Yeah. And I was like, oh, cool. Cool. I want to hang out with you. And he goes, yeah, come over to my house. So I got on his bus and I said, uh, I'm going to be going to Jimmy John's house. My mom and dad said it was okay or whatever. You lied. I lied. And I got on the bus. But it, back then, that really wasn't yeah. an issue, you know? I don't think I had to really say that my parents... Said it was okay. Yeah, it's possible I think that the when bus I was driver... on the bus, if you were on a different bus, you had to have a note to give to the bus driver. Yeah, I don't remember what the context was, but this guy fucked up and let me on. You know, so I I, I rode the bus to Jimmy John's house and we hung out at his house and this was like freedom, right? Right, as a kid, it was amazing. Um, and in my mind, just so you know, boys and girls, he did not live close to my, oh, my grandmother's so it wasn't house. Extra. No, it wasn't close at all. So he lied? No, he, he didn't he, know. He, didn't he was know. a kid. Okay. What did we know about the map? Maybe, you know, I, I don't know. We lived in northern New Jersey, and I don't know. And uh, so 
we walked from his house along the freeway to freeway. Yeah, freeway. I'm thinking if it, my my kids, my four boys, Jesus. if they were seven years old, I would have had a fit. Oh, I would not. Along the freeway. Never let my kids do what I was allowed to do, like allowed to do, or just that you did. Allowed to do riding a bike on a busy oh. avenue, and yeah, I would yeah. never. Yeah, there's things like that I wouldn't do. But I was on the freeway, not on the freeway, but walking along the freeway to this gas station. I bought, or he bought me, because I didn't have money. He bought me a pack of Bubblicious. Okay. And um, then we walked back to my house, and then this car pulls up along the shoulder of the freeway. And, you know, then there's, abducted, the, yeah. and then there's the barrier, and then there's the road that oh, we're yeah, walking yeah. on, right? The frontage road. Yeah. And it was my dad. <gasps> oh. And, uh, he, say hi dad he, he said stay right there what because he couldn't get there he had to right. find out how to you get you should have ran <laughs> <laughs> ran to grandma's house as fast as you could go oh my god oh well, i wouldn't i didn't know where grandma's oh. house was from there yeah it was just, said, i, I, I didn't know where grandma was. I I just got lost dad oh. so this kid was gonna help me find my way home obviously i didn't show up my mother Probably called the school, found out from the bus driver that I got off with Jimmy John at what right. location, and, and so on. That's yeah. how it went. And uh, he picked me up, and I stuffed that Bubblicious off, like, on the side of my pants. Okay. You know, so he wouldn't see. Wasn't chewed yet? The, I had chewed one piece. and You didn't want him to see that you had bubble gum? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he would take That was, it I think, me. the biggest concern. He was going to take it from you? yeah. For some reason, I think I was more disturbed by that. You had bubble gum instead of running away. Right, having run away, yeah. Anyway, we got the, to my the grandmother's house. The mind of a house. child, isn't that? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. We got to my grandmother's house and... Was it through the woods? No. Over the river? Over the river and through the woods. No, it was not. It was in Saddlebrook. So, yeah, it could very well have been yeah. over a river and through the through the. Well, woods. the horse knows the way. He should have <laughs> just got on the horse. <laughs> I remember getting chewed out and my mother like crying. Bubble gum. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, that bubble gum and I remember crying and my dad asked about the bubble gum and I said, I don't know what you're talking about. I lied. Because he knew it was in the car. Yeah, he knew that I had it. Uh-huh. And then I finally revealed where it was. I had hid it in, in a drawer uh, in a desk that was upstairs where we slept. You did know, you get in trouble house. for lying to Yes, him? I did. Yes, I did. Do you think you got more in trouble for lying or for going to your friend's house instead of going to grandma's house. I'm going to say I probably got I'm going I'm going to say that little David, little taxi David felt he got more in more trouble for lying and the reason was because that was my first motherfucking pack of bubble gum. Okay. That was a big deal to me. Okay. And it was mine. Uh-huh. I had a bunch of them like five, six pieces. And he took them and I never got them back. So that to bastard. me, yeah, you know, <laughs> that to me was what the issue was. But, but the issue more than likely was, you know, the big issue sure. was that I, I yeah. had disappeared. I could have been killed, yeah. lost in a ditch. Same with me. You know, I wasn't thinking about my parents being worried. Sure, I was at my friend's house. I was safe. I was enjoying TV or playing a game or whatever. Yeah. Wasn't worried that six hours had gone by and I they didn't even know I had you know gone anywhere. So. Yeah. Now, back at our house in New Jersey, my mother would feed us breakfast and open the door, and then we were gone. And we had woods right up. We had the woods right up in our backyard. So we played in the woods we're in that all generation day. That, yeah, it was outside all day long. Yeah, and, and I'm talking. seen those things on 
social uh, media. Yeah. Don't you remember when the days were long and we'd go home when we the lights one came right. on? And, yeah, street yeah. lights came on and we were supposed to be yeah. in. But it really was like, like a bunch that. of bullshit. Yeah. But it was like that for yeah. us. Like I remember going out and playing in the woods until you couldn't see very well yeah. and you knew I should probably go we home. We didn't have video game consoles. <laughs> we didn't have uh, TikTok. We didn't have yeah. uh, phones to look at. Yeah. So, yeah, and in the woods we would get in trouble too doing chicken because mm-hmm. my parents would smell the the sulfur of the matches that, that oh okay that, that Robbie oh Robbie Robbie yeah you know because he would be out there too we just would never tell our parents that we were playing with him yeah. unless they caught him one time they caught us because my brother Mike got his legs stuck in the little exercise you know, you know on the play play set you know those oh, yeah, swings right. and then they had the the, ex- the slide and the yeah but then they had the exercise rings uh-huh. you know like uh, Olympic rings he got his and he got his his leg stuck in the mailman. The mailman heard the screaming and crying from the front of the house and came in God, and God, got how him long out. Been in there? <laughs> we couldn't get him out. We were freaking wow. out. So the mailman came, got him out, and we came home. And they're like, well, "Where were you? Nowhere." <laughs> blame Robbie B- too. That was also the thing. If something went bad, oh yeah, you blame. We Robbie had B- had a when I was growing up. We, we had, had a go-to scapegoat. yeah scapegoat yeah. even if he had nothing to do with it yeah he hadn't seen him in three weeks but uh-huh. hey it was uh eddie so it's his fault <laughs> yeah. sorry eddie <laughs> we used to blame you for everything i i remember banging on the door when i was coming home from school because i had to pee really bad and the door was locked and i broke one of the little panes in the glass right robbie yeah it was robbie so she's like, what happened? In. And she, I was like, he threw a rock. I need to get in the house. And she's like, why are you bleeding? <laughs> he threw a rock at me too. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Let me ask you this. You said you like lived in a somewhat wooded area. Yeah, it was all wooded around. Did us. you guys ever have like a tree house or a oh, fort? Yeah. Oh, no, not a real one that was built. Right. But you had like a fort, like a hideout. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, well, we, we took branches and we formed our sure. own. But yeah, oh, heck yeah. But we did, I remember one time, come across... Um, an actual panels like a treehouse, like a structure. Yeah, it was just a few feet above the ground. Uh-huh. I think it was homeless people who were staying in there. Oh, really? Yeah. And it wasn't I remember like a tree blind or anything for for hunting, deer hunting. No. <clears throat> it was, uh, but I remember that creeped us out. Yeah. Did we, you go in? No, we went far away from it's that. It's like that movie, uh, Stand by Me. You want to see yeah, a dead body? <laughs> body? Yeah. Yeah, we did not go in. Oh, she looks like a little watermelon. Look at her. She's pregnant, Ooh, dude. She's, no, I'm talking about the baby. Oh, okay. The little kid. <laughs> <laughs> is she really? She she is. Like yeah. Oh my god. That's adorable. But anyway, yeah. So that's us dumping on our scapegoat uh friends. We should apologize. I'm sorry, Robbie. I'm sorry, Eddie. You know what? Though Robbie was the cool kid, kind of, because he got he got the freedom to do everything. I like to he think wanted. that because we blamed him for everything, it made him stronger as a person. <laughs> all kids, I'm sure all kids have like a scapegoat, a go-to blamer. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. That's, that'd be a good business for a kid, right? Just blame me for everything. Five bucks a month. A subscription service. Yeah. Steal a dime from your uh, from your mom every day. Bring it out. Yeah. Yeah. Don't want to tell them you broke that window? Blame me. Yeah. I do that in the cab. Do you? Yeah. If somebody's late and they're going to have to explain to their wife or husband, just blame me. It took me a long time to get to you. Yeah. If I oh I don't have a problem, throw me under the bus. Yeah, I can see that, but somebody I don't farted in the cab. Somebody's alibi, though. I don't ask to be an alibi. Right. No, I usually, you know, if you're running a little late, just tell them I'm I was running late, and mm-hmm. I can val- right. I can validate that. But you're on your own mostly for right. everything. But if you're supposed to be home at midnight and you got home at twelve fifteen, yeah, blame me. Yeah, you know, I can handle it. 
I think that's it, dude. I think we've exhausted yeah, these that. subjects, man. Well, do you have a joke? I have a couple jokes. Okay. Yeah. How about your mama joke? Okay. Lay me... Uh, now, let's preface this by saying I don't mean your mama. Okay. When I'm saying your mama jokes, it's not a specific person. It's just a insult aimed at, you know... Your mama. Yeah. Your mama's so ugly, she... Yeah. You know. Eddie Murphy had a whole bunch of them in one yeah. movie. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. Uh... My mama, your mama joke. Okay. Your mama's so fat, when she put on a yellow raincoat, people yell, yo, taxi. <laughs> and it's appropriate because we're taxi. Okay, okay, good. <clears throat> oh, another taxi joke? What's, sure. what's worse than when it's raining cats and dogs? Uh, Hailing taxi cabs. Oh, I get it. Ha I probably knew that joke. Kind of lame joke. I, I should probably have known that one in my past. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a yo mama joke? Your mama's so hairy, I, I, Bigfoot take pictures of her. <laughs> this The one I have is actually inappropriate. Is it? Yeah. Let's hear it. It's from Eddie Murphy. Let's hear it. Your mama's so fat. Blame Robbie. <laughs> Your mama's so fat that if you want to have sex, you have to roll her in flour and look oh, for the wet spot. Down, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's moldy. Yeah. But I thought that was, you know, whoa, whoa, whoa that's bad. I'm probably not going to put in my joke. No? Why? Okay. Taxi David doesn't do dirty jokes. No, it's not that dirty. <laughs> it's pretty old and lame by now. That's, <laughs> what, 80 standards? <laughs> All right, boys and girls. Yeah, stay positive, kids. Have a good night. Good show, Robbie. Yeah, good show, Eddie. Eddie. Thanks for coming along with us on That Taxi Podcast. We'll be back next week with a whole new episode, and you can find us on Spotify or wherever you download your podcasts. Wherever you download this podcast. Oh, right. Sorry. We want your thoughts, ideas, and feedback on today's episode. So please contact us, and we really do want you to contact us at thattaxipodcast.com, at Twitter, on Facebook, and Instagram. See you next week. See you next week.